and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. I am, as always, your host, Sonder Bjorn, and we are a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT Pro Wrestling. Today, I'm only joined by Dylan. How are you doing, Dylan? I am feeling fantastic right now. We are on the verge of Halloween. One of the best holidays, I, I would say, uh, right now. So I'm I'm in a good spirits. You know, you got the Halloween season coming up. Got some candy. I got some gummy bears right here. Listen to this. You, you hear that? It's a bag of gummy bears I got. Uh, you yep. know, the funny thing is, I, I'm looking at this. It claims to have 12 flavors. But I looked at this thing, not a single blue gummy bear. So I feel like I got ripped off on that end. Uh, very shameful of that, them for doing that. But still, very happy to get the gummy bears. Very happy to get the Halloween. And I'm not talking Halloween Havoc on NXT. I'm talking Halloween right now. Dressing up. Phantom of the Opera. I got the mask. Uh, yeah. I know what I'm doing uh, on here. Going to help out, uh, volunteer, trick or treat, give some candy out. Oh boy, lots of fun stuff. As I, as I said off air before we started recording, I went to a Halloween party yesterday uh, because Halloween is during the week. Uh, so no one, everyone in Norway, in my city, decided that we're just going to celebrate Halloween this Saturday. And I went dressed up as Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, it was a pretty easy st- dress up. I put, just put on a black t shirt uh, and some shorts and I'm bold, so it's easy. <laughs> but yeah, yes, I had a ro- lot of fun time, and uh, a lot of people who were very, de- very like, did a very good job with their costumes were like, "Oh, you're just really lazy," and I said, "No, I am a wrestler." Did you give anybody a hell yeah? I said, I said a lot of hell yeah. <laughs> But yes. Norwegian Stone Cold, that is who you are, that's who you were born to be. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun time. Uh, we are recording on Sunday because I, yeah, we, I had busy times on Friday and Saturday. So yeah, uh, before, uh, like now today, we are one week ahead of uh, uh, Gate of Destiny. Dragon Gate's show that they have been building up to for what seems like almost five months now. <laughs> like, they, uh, it feels like they have been building up to this show since uh, since Gate, uh, like, since K- Big Boss Shimizu came out and confronted the uh, Rave on Big Six. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, this match has actually hype to it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and it. On every like show they where they interacted with each other, they just add so much more hype to it. So we're obviously gonna start start off talking about the main event, predicting the main event. We're gonna go from top to bottom uh, on this show, uh, previewing it. And we of course are starting with the Open the Dream Gate title in the main event, since we're going from the top to the bottom. Uh, big uh, Madoka Kigura making his third defense. Of the Open the Dream Gate title versus Big Boss Shimizu, and yeah, as we said, said earlier, they have been building up to this for a long time. A lot of great preview tags, a lot of heat. It feels like the 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 real like the only story that really feels like it matters in uh, Dragon Gate right now. 
and I'm uh, I'm really into this. Who do you think wins here? Yeah, you know, by far the best built story in the company right now. And as you said, not just the storytelling, but just when these two guys interact, they really do a great job of going all out. Really set the stage for a beef match, you know, hard hitting stuff. And like we saw in the tournament they had uh, the King of Gate earlier, their match was one of the highlights. And it looks like this is going to really live up to those expectations as well. And it's just nice to have the, you know, the a storyline that has lasted a long time for the title. And it finally all comes to a head. And it makes it feel like the biggest show they've had since Kobe World a few months ago. So I really love the build-up to this. I think they've done a really great job, both the build but also the wrestlers. It's not like a very complicated storyline, but it's just worked how they've been able to do it. It's lasted, it's drugged things out, and now it's finally happening. And I'm ready for it. In terms of who's going to win, I think that Big Boss, you know, he... I think he should win, and I think he will, but I'm more, you know, maybe three or four out of five times, I would say uh, that Big Boss would win. Yes. But it's also possible that Kakuda wins. So I think I'll, I will predict Big Boss Shimizu to win, but I... I I don't think it's impossible that Kakuda doesn't win either. And I wouldn't hate it if he did. I just don't think there's a lot of great places to go if he wins the title. Or if he retains the title, rather. Uh, I think there's more options with Shimizu finally getting the Dreamgate title. And and let's see what he can do. Even if it's... It doesn't have to be a long reign either. It could be a short one. But I think there's more upside to him to move forward the next couple of months especially considering the big show in January, which we didn't have in years past as well. I think they're going to want a big main event for that. And I think it lends to a newer, fresher champion to have a fresher match there. So I'll go with Shimizu to win. But I'm not, like, super confident on it. I'm leaning towards Shimizu. But Kikuda could definitely win. Yeah. Uh, Yannick said in his predictions when he sent it in that uh, he... He is 60-40 uh, for boss, of, of, where his boss has 60% for, of his predictions that that, that is going to happen. But, and he says, if boss doesn't win, he will be pissed. <laughs> and I think that is the general consensus of this match, is that boss feels like the one with momentum. He feels like the one that has the kind of perfect storm behind him. He feels like the, the guy that should beat Kikura right now. I can definitely see Kikuro retaining, though. And I there's, I don't see it working if he retains. But I have some, some emergency fantasy booking ideas on how they could make that really interesting. But I don't want to like, talk about that, because that's just fantasy booking. I, I think it's most likely that Big Boss wins. But as you said, I am, I am not so sure about it. It is a very hard match to predict. I, I think he'll win, but again, we're just not that confident about it. 
Yeah. And I'm very aware of this fantasy booking because we talked about it together <laughs> last week uh, on there. And um, we'll see what happens. Like you said, yeah, we don't want to jinx the match, but maybe it's something we'll talk about in the future if things play out a certain way. But I think there's ways. I personally wouldn't be that mad if he retained. Uh, but I can understand why. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't been a fan of the title reign. I, I've stated this numerous yeah. times now, but I, I don't think it's like that outrageous. I think I will be a, I will be okay with him retaining if I know that they are going to capitalize, like they're going to build to something even better, uh, as a uh, ending for his title reign. But I, right now, I feel like Big Boss is the perfect ending for his title reign. But if they can, yeah. like, if they can set up a another ending and it and it works, then I will be okay with Kikuno retaining here. But I am really high for the match itself. I think from the previous tags alone, I think they have amazing chemistry. The singles match they had in the King of Gate was amazing. So these these two will have a great match. I I that isn't an easy prediction to make about the match. Is that I have a good feeling that it's going to be great work. Because the previous tags have been awesome. Uh, there is there, there was a great segment in the Kagoshima uh, YouTube upload where they just went ham at each other for during the match. And like that, after the match had ended, they were still brawling from out until they uh, out of the arena. Very good stuff. I also really liked the skirmish they did where Big Boss teamed with Susumu and Kanda and they faced the courage, all of the courage. Uh, pretty great ma- a premium tag that that also in across Fukuoka. So yeah, I I'm really looking forward to this match. It should be a banger, well, one way or the other. I mean, these guys have great chemistry. We've seen it numerous times now. Yeah, and I mentioned the. This, uh, the Twin Gate and Dream Gate skirmish from Fukuoka, and so I, we, the next match we can preview is the semifinal. MK, Suzumi Mochizuki, and Yasushi Kanda defending the Open Twin Gate titles versus D-Courage, Dragon Daya, and Yuki Yoshioka. I think this will be MK's fifth defense. I'm not so sure, sure about that, but yes. How uh, how are you feeling about this match? Like I said before, this this Kanda and Susumu deal was a fun thing, but I really think it's outstated. It's welcome. I would rather the tag titles be on somebody like a team like these guys, like the Decourage OG team that didn't have a long reign at first, and I know could have a lot of great matches. Um, you know, we talked about it before. You think that they might do an M3K blow-up match with the Mochizukis there, which would make sense storyline-wise. Which I could see making sense as well. I just, I don't know. I don't really need to see these two with the titles anymore, regardless of the payoff. Like, you could do something with otherwise. So I'll go with the Courage here. Yeah. I I definitely see that point of it. I, I would... Don't get me wrong, I would fucking love the Courage winning this. Uh, because, like, the original duo of the Courage is is where I first started getting really into Yuki Oshioka and Dragon Dia. Like, a, a ma- amazing storyline that led up to them forming, and then 
them that they had a a tag reign that was good, but it ended because Yuki Oshoko was gonna do his <laughs> big uh, main event push. But I mean, they had a lot of good matches during the reign, so I I wouldn't be against them winning it back. But I I feel like. I feel like, and I think Yannick agrees with me on this because he has also picked Susumu and, and Kanda. I feel like it would. This title reign has been leading to Susumu and Kanda versus the Mochizukis. I, I think I said that last week, and I still stand by that. But yeah, yeah, just like I said, yeah. I think the match is going to be fun. I, these final two matches on this show is going to, it will probably be what makes this show uh, worth it in the end, because a lot of the matches before this, this is very question mark heavy. Uh, the match before the Open the Twin Gate title match is the other, the third title match on the show. Open the Triangle Gate match, Dragon Kid, Punch Tominaga, and Yamato defending. There's for the second time versus Don Fuji, Takeshi Yoshida, and the bodyguard from Lusaka Pro. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling about this? Yeah, the punch deals just fun, goofiness. Uh, this match has really no wrestling interest. It's just fun to see Punch with a championship. And to do this weird storyline, Bodyguard is just clearly uh, for the Osaka crowd. Obviously, yeah. he's like a hometown guy. Help draw the, you know, it's fine. Like, I, I have no passion or interest in this match, really. But it'll be fun comedy, which is, is totally fine to have on any card and a main card role. Uh, and it's, just, you know, it's the triangle gate. It's not the end of the world if we go on oh. this little detour for a while. I kind of, like I said... The idea of this isn't that dissimilar from when Kanda won the tag, you know, the Twin Gate titles earlier in the year, where you have, you know, this low-ranked wrestler who's been terrible for years, and now he gets success. And let's yeah. see what comes of it. Uh, so I like let's. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think this would be a good match. You know, obviously Kanda and Susumu had great matches early on in their run. Yeah, uh, this won't be like that, and it's not even meant to be. It's just a goofy comedy match, and that, that's what I expect from it. And I, I don't. I feel very confident that the punch team will retain. Yeah, I agree. I feel like the punch team uh, will probably lose them at the Cork in following the show. Uh, that is on the ninth. So that it, 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 that is just the vibe I get. But we move over to the yeah i uh, yannick also p- picked uh dragon kid punch and yamato to win this so we all predict the, ret- the retention here then there is a natural uh, a 10 man tag natural vibes casey jackie funky kame jason lee strong machine j and ut this is basically all of natural vibes without big boss shimizu t- uh, t- teaming up and facing the freelance t- uh, team of well, the freelancers and Luis Monte and Ultimo Dragon. Uh, so Eita, Luis Monte, Naruki Doi, Shuji Kondo, and Ultimo Dragon. I have a feeling that this is going to be just fun, multi-man stuff. I have loved what Luis, Luis Monte has done on the house show loop lately. It's been amazing stuff. Yeah, he's great. Um... 
this match is really just more build for him. I, I feel like in whatever group they're going to try and spin out of all of this surrounding him. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Uh, again, you've got a good group of guys here. I think you could have a fun little match. I don't think it'll like blow the roof off or anything, but I think it'll be a good mid-card match that advances something with whatever they're going to do with uh, Luis Monte. And uh, yeah, I, I'm into it. Uh, I, I really like what he has done all year, really, but even now that he's come back, I'm interested to see where they go. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm over the moon with what they've done so far, but I'm excited about the possibilities. I think they can get me there uh, when things get, get formulated a little bit more than just the kind of stuff he's been doing, which is just good matches so far. It's nothing like super substantial storyline-wise, and hopefully yes. we can get there in the future. Yeah. Yeah, but his matches have been really fun, though. Uh, him and Jackie Funky Kame especially have been the ones shining in the matches they have faced against each other. Because they ha always have ha had good chemistry and they keep doing it. Now, uh, I really want to recommend the Kagoshima YouTube upload between uh, Luis Monte and Yamato versus Jackie Funky Kame and Strong Shin J. One of the best YouTube upload matches this year. I such a recommend. Definitely fire up the uh, Dragon Gate YouTube and watch that. And it's only 12 minutes, so. Yeah, it was good stuff. But still, the best part was at the end of that video when they had brought the kid in and Ben K showed up. It was very heartwarming, in my, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to this. Who do you think wins? Uh, Natural Vibes or the Freelancers? Uh, I'm, I'm going with the Freelancers. Uh, like I said, I think this match should only exist to build up uh, Luis Monte and whatever... Whatever group his friends are that they surround him with, which we think will be Yamato, and maybe Dragon Kid could be one of those guys you could see in there. Yeah, I, I wish Aether. I wish Aether, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, in this match, you get all like the random people yeah. that aren't aren't around that much. Oh, Doi, Shuji Kondo, Aether. Yeah, uh, Naruki Doi doing the uh, old, old Japan Battle of Glo uh, Junior Battle of Glory in November. So What's Ata doing? Uh, I don't know. Is he Noah's still feuding with Hayata? <laughs> I think Daga's doing that right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> but... <laughs> they switched out one RED guy with another RED guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, Monte pinned UT, I think is how this match yes, went. I, I agree. Monte, Monte puts, gets put over here. Heading into his uh, handicap match versus Seabrats the week after, it makes sense. Speaking of Seabrats, they are uh, Kai, Hyo, and Shun Skywalker are teaming up to face Yoshiki Kato, Mas uh, Mochizuki Jr., and Masaki Mochizuki. Pretty interesting deal going on here. Uh, the match itself, like, is nothing, but the story here is. Uh, Masak uh, Mochizuki Jr. and Yoshiki Kato teaming up. They have been doing it a lot lately, and it's because of one simple thing, and that is the fact that the day before this show, they are going over to New Japan Pro Wrestling to do a house, uh, a dark match. I think uh, isn't the, the Frontier Zone like dark yeah. matches kind of? Yeah, yeah. A, a dark match at Power Struggle in the same building as uh, this show, actually, um, where they will be teaming up with Storm Machine J and they will face uh, some exes, some opponents to be decided. Uh, pretty cool stuff for Kato and, uh, and Junior. I wish it 
I wish it wouldn't have gotten the dark match treatment, but a lot of these Frontier Zone matches always are in the dark matches. So Yeah, last month they had guys from Freedoms and DDT. Yeah. It's something new. They're trying out to get some <laughs> indie guys a bigger look. Maybe get a look at some different people they might want. I don't know. Like, I don't really know the purpose of it, but it's a cool little thing, though. It gives, like I said, some guys who a little bit of a bigger spotlight, get to be in a bigger building. And yeah. get some Japan I, I mean, fans who maybe it's the, it's the same building as the, as they're wrestling in on Gate of the Destiny. So, but maybe some different fans that yeah. wouldn't have seen Dragon Gate, yeah, will see them now in New Japan. Yeah, they they will get some mainstream attention here. Uh, pretty, I I I think that's cool. I did a little like recommendation uh, tweet about about these guys for the New Japan fans that follow me on Twitter. <laughs> uh, that never had heard, heard about these guys. I I think Dragon Gate. I don't know if they were the ones that choose chose who to send over, but Kato and Junior and Storm Machine J is a pretty gr- good trio to send over there because you get the legacy the legacy name of Storm Machine J, who is also one of their higher mid carders right now in the in that could be a main eventer in the future. And they also get two people in Kato and Mochizuki Jr. who they know they are going to push as main eventers in the future. But they aren't at that stage yet. So they will be showcasing the future of Dragon Gate on this on this show. And yeah, I think we'll, be see, we'll be seeing... We'll be fun to see what happens in the future. Uh, like I said, it's not just DG guys. They've done it for multiple companies. <laughs> so we'll see if they bring more back. Maybe they'll send some other guys over in the months to come. But it's a cool little initiative. Hopefully they keep it up for New Japan. Yeah. And uh, Motosuke Jr. and uh, Yoshiki Kato have great tag chemistry. They they have shown that on the YouTube upload since this got announced. Uh, and this got announced after Yoshiki Kato finished his trial series when he faced Masaki Motosuke in what I would say is, other than the Big Boss match, one of the best matches in the trial series. Yeah, this has been the most, the stuff that I've enjoyed the most, honestly, in DG was his series. Uh, I like, there were some that weren't as great. I didn't think the Shun match was great shakes, but the rest of them, uh, I thought were all really good. Uh, you know, I mean, Big Boss was a great match to start off. Yamato was a chop heavy match. I thought was, uh, Perfectly good, uh. You know, Mochizuki, like you said, great match. Ben K. Ben K. Bumped his ass off for Yoshiki Kato, and I yeah, that I like that, that match. That was what made that match really good. Uh, and Masaki Mochizuki also just a, a different style than any of the other matches because, of course, yeah. he was facing Masaki Mochizuki, but it was also really fun to see like Mochizuki grounding him down, basically, and. Yeah, a pretty good trial series for Yoshiki Kato, and I like that it all, all led to him and Mochizuki Jr. announcing that they will team up and go to New Japan uh, for this one match. Um, but yeah. they are also teaming up on the house show loops. Do you think this can lead to something uh, of Yoshiki Kato maybe joining M2K or him and Mochizuki Jr. Leaving, leaving and finding something else to do? Yeah, it's been speculated that Mochizuki Jr. and, you know, Masaki would break up somehow or split apart. 
Uh, it hasn't happened yet, but this is a nice little way. Uh, you know, you might be able to catch something here. I don't know if they're ready to really go too far with Kato right now, yeah. but I I do think that he's a great prospect. And Mochizuki Jr., obviously, we all know how great he is. Uh, still really young. You know, it seems like he's been a big guy. He's cooled off a little bit in terms of their booking and stuff. Uh, ever since his injury happened, uh, you know, earlier in the year, uh, there was a lot of talk about him, you know, being on the dark match on Kobe World and everything. Um, or not even on dark match, rather. Um, yeah, you know, I I think that they're, they could be something good, but I don't think they have big plans for them right now. I think this is something maybe to look forward to in the future. And, and right now, <laughs> undercard tag, uh, I'm all for it. Maybe we'll see in the future, but... Uh, Right now, it just seems like a cool thing to get them into New Japan. And they, like you said, they got good chemistry together, too. Akato, big guy. Yeah. A junior, a smaller guy with big kicks and great charisma. I uh, really like them together. Yeah, a lot of fun matches on the Haushu Loops, as I said. Uh, I recommend, again, from the Kagoshima upload, it, it is one of the best YouTube uploads this year. Uh, but I definitely recommend uh, the match Yoshiki Kato and Mochizuki Jr. had versus Daiki Yamaguchi and Ryo Yatanaka on that show. It was a five-minute sprint, but it was really fun. Uh, like it was under five, or just under five minutes, so it doesn't ma- even make the cage match rating scale. <laughs> but definitely recommend that because you you got to see that Kato and Jr. work well as a team. Uh, here at Gate of Destiny, I feel like this match uh, where they are teaming up with Mosaki Mochizuki versus Seabrats is just made for Shun uh, to pin Mochizuki Jr. and Kato or Mosaki getting mad at him. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Um, we'll see what happens in the future with Seabrats. Obviously, we got to look forward with the Monte situation. I could see Kato being a guy that they throw into Luis Monte's faction in the near future as well. Yeah. Uh, so I think Shuno pin Kato here, and maybe they could do something in the future with that. Yeah, that could also work. That could also work. Uh, yeah. Yannick also predicted Seabrats uh, here. So all Seabrats uh, prediction here. <laughs> then we have the Open the Brave Gate title match. Ishin making his, well, now his first defense of the second reign. <laughs> uh, Versus Ryo Tanaka. Yeah, uh, I, as we said last week, it's pretty cool that Ryo Tanaka gets this big spot uh, in Osaka Edeon. Like, that's that's pretty awesome for him. Uh, and I think the match could be fun. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, I really like Tanaka, has a ton of upside and potential, even though he's so young. I've loved everything I've seen of him. Uh, you know, we mentioned it before, he kind of has a T-Hawk-ish, like, level of vibe to him in, in the ring. I, I'd really like to see him grow and see where he could go in the future. Yeah. And you can see that they see it, too, <laughs> to put him in a match like this so early on uh, to go for the Brave Gate. We talked about it last week, him dropping the title to KZ. It was it was fine. Like, you know, we, we talked about it last week, yeah. like I said. It, it was fine. Just a little fun little swerve. Uh, since they had to, you know, Fuda had the injury. We knew where it was going. I didn't love how they did it with Tanaka. Like, yeah. with Horiguchi getting the win and then passing it off to Tanaka, I thought it was kind of silly. Uh, but it's fine. I like, I like seeing Tanaka in the match. Uh, no doubt that Ishin will win, but hopefully Tanaka can uh, get a good match uh, here. 
I, I, we all predict Asian. Yannick, of course, predicted Asian. So it, it wouldn't make sense for Tanaka to win here. The unless they are just really behind him as a brave gate champion. <laughs> sure. Why? Why not? But yeah, Asian is the most likely. Um, I I think the match could be really fun though. Then the opener is Gold Class Ben K B B Hulk and Kota Minora versus Genki Origuchi, Kagetora, and Problem Dragon. They, uh, nothing match Gold Class wins. <laughs> yeah, just warm yeah. up the fans. But I, I I like seeing the the older guys have a little bit of fun with the crowd. So I'm I'm for it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this should be a fun show. I am really looking forward to it. Uh, Next Sunday, exactly in one week, on the 5th of November, from Osaka Edeon Arena, live on the Dragon Network with English commentary, which is really cool. As it should be. This is is their biggest show since COVID World, in my opinion, just in terms of build-up. And uh, it's the one I've been most excited about, for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was Dragon Gate. Now uh, we'll move over to God Bless DDT because they had their show, God Bless DDT. <laughs> Live from to- Tokyo Corken Hall on the 20th, 22nd. This was billed as the last sh- big uh, like show before uh, Ultimate Party in Sumo Hall. I thought it was a pretty good, pretty fun show. Uh, a lot of fun stuff was had, and yeah. How? How? First of all, did you did you watch this full this show in full? I skipped the Dino match. No. But, yeah. <laughs> no. Why? That was good. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It no, was don't good. try and lie to me. Don't try and I'm, lie to the listeners right now. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. It was really fun. <laughs> and Yannick agrees with me on this. I know because I watched it with him. <laughs> but I don't want to see... Fer- like, he's the same guy. Like, I don't know why y'all say, like, oh, he's so different on his own. No, he's not. He's been this way for 20 years. Yeah, but what I mean, what we mean by that is that Dino is—it's more charming when he's alone. No, it's not. It is. Totally disagree. <laughs> but I, like I said, I've been watching this guy forever. Like I know what he's about, and yeah. I know that I don't like him. So, yeah. so I mean, well, I have no problem with him. I've always said he's like without him, DDT doesn't make sense as a promotion almost. So I mean, I get it. But I don't want to see Okada like in this. I want to see Okada wrestle good. Why can't I have my Okada? Why does he have to lose all the time? Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, it op- the show opened with the dark match. Mas- Masahiro Takanashi and Antonio Honda defeated Somotakao and Yune when Honda pinned Yune with a modified leg clutch hold after 7 minutes and 53 seconds. Uh, a preview for the tag title match on uh, Ultimate Party. And that was the only thing this match did. Uh, I mean, I'm not really that looking forward to Roman Roman Stone versus Massa and uh, yeah. Honda. So this didn't do anything to change my feeling on that. The only good thing about that is 
there's no possible way it could be worse than the Damnation versus Romance Dawn match. That that is very true. Very true. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm for it. I'm into it because of that reason. Because the match we we saw was so awful before that anything would be get me hype in comparison to it. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have a return of a, a legend in DDT. Mikami returned to have a special singles match versus Kasuma Sumi, uh, where he won with this quantum bomb after fi- uh, 5 minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, so they build this match as Mikami returns to the DDT ring going against Sumi, the man who is said to be a spiritual successor. Who... Who said that? Oh. Yeah, say, how, that's not true. But okay. <laughs> that's not that. That's not true. But okay, <laughs> like, I apparently that is his new gimmick. He is the spiritual successor to Mikami. <laughs> okay, I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> Does it make sense? I don't know. <laughs> no. no, it doesn't at all. I don't what know why. What do you think about the return of the match? Oh, the match was a nothing match, in my opinion, but I, it's nice to see him back. And uh, I like Sumi. I, I could get down with this Mikami run. I mean, he was important I mean, a long time ago. Yeah. Like, you know, t- t- you know, 20 years ago plus uh, to the company. So it's like, it's cool. He was important to the company when they were, like, in micro in there. Like, yeah, they were in Indy for he, real when he, yeah, he was Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, him and Toba were, like, you know, and we've seen Toba a bunch yeah. in DDT, so why not? And, like, I prefer this uh, this use of Mikami than whatever the fuck he was doing in Seedling earlier this year. <laughs> we don't talk about that on the show. Uh, but, but yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm fine with it. It doesn't really make sense, but I'm fine with linking a new guy to a legend, like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it, just say... It gives maybe older fans something to latch onto. I mean, on his own, Sumi doesn't have anything to root for, really, other than he's just a good young wrestler, the likes of which there are, are five, like, you know, more of besides him in the company. Yeah. So yeah. at least gives him a little something. Something. Yeah, uh, they haven't uh, said anything about Mikami showing back up, but he said... Like, they haven't announced it yet, but he said after the match that he wants to, uh, he wants to have an extreme title match. Yeah. Uh, which, okay. That, I yeah, mean, he, him, him versus Hirata could be really fun, so. Yeah, didn't he say something like, I'm sticking around for a little while longer, like, or, or something like that? Yes. Uh, I'm fine with that. And I also think he was the first extreme champion. Uh, if let me, yeah, that was like 2006 or something, yeah, 2000, yeah, first champion 2006. Uh, become it. Do you know who he beat to win the title? Uh, let me check. Uh, Toba. <laughs> no, wait, no, it was it was American Balloon. Oh, it's okay, yeah. Uh, and then they lost it to the Star Rock guy. <laughs> wow, why not? Why not? One day we will do our Mikami retrospective episode, and that will be a lot of scummy matches. Like, yeah, if we can find any any of those <laughs> yeah. matches, yeah. 
Uh, I really liked, uh, like, I. It's like only him that does this, the Mickey Boomerang uh, 619. And I really love that. I really love that move. But it, it's only him that does it. The, like, where he. The, the opponent is kneeling and he does the 619 to them. Uh, but they're yeah. sitting kneeling. It's really Yeah, cool. like. Yeah, they were like an indie. Like, him and Toba were really super linked together uh, back then. They were called the Suicide Boys, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, and that's kind of his deal. He's like this crazy guy at the time. Kind of like a Mao now would be more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the spiritual successor. I, I, I think Mao is the spiritual successor to Mikami, not Sumi. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah. But I, I, Mikami was a good wrestler, though, as well, back in those days. Uh, and it was like... Like I said, it's hard to explain because DDT was so... Even now is nothing compared to how just weird DDT was back yeah. when Mikami was around. It's like a whole different world even compared to the DDT we know now. Um, so there's no real good like comp to him, really. like Or any anybody. You know, like, remember when we did the DD, uh, DDT DG show we talked about? I was talking about Poison Sawada Julie and, and, yeah. and all of that. It's like that's another crazy guy that would never exist today in DDT. And to call back to that, I mean, I don't know if it means anything to any fans nowadays, like from a business perspective, but I'm sure to Takagi, to, to this is kind of cool. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, I remember like these days when we were like a nothing company, like nothing indie, nobody came to our shows, but we were doing this insane stuff and we built ourselves up as as this kind of company that was so unique and outrageous yeah. and and in there it's a fun thing like it's a really cool thing to go back to the past and uh yeah and i'm fine with him getting a match with harada like that's gonna be so crazy that yeah no matter who's faces harada i'm sure we'll all enjoy yeah, it pretty much true. but yeah for it to be mikami is kind of a cool thing if you're an older fan uh after after this match they also did the ddo uh grand picks uh, reveal like of the blocks and stuff, but I think we'll save that until we've run through the matches on this show. Uh, that yeah, yeah. About the but yeah, uh, then it was Daisuke Sasaki, Kanon, and MJ Paul of the Nation defeating Tetsuo Endo, Toyokojima, and Rukia. This was mostly just a preview of uh, Daisuke Sasaki versus Tetsuo Endo for Ultimate Party. Uh, Kanon pinned Rukia with the Sleepy Hollow after 9 minutes and 25 seconds. Damnation match, nothing, <laughs> nothing to say. Please retire, <laughs> all, all of you. Please retire. Oh, even even Rukia, <laughs> or are we just? No, no, no they're damnation. fine. But da- damnation, please retire. Okay, well, yeah, the other ones are fine. I'm sure. I'm sure this must have been such a. This must have been such a like weird time for you when you watched the show because you went from <laughs> seeing one of your least favorite guys in DDT, Daisuke Sasaki, to seeing one of your least favorite guys that is coming to DDT in Ikimanjiro. He is back in DDT and he has renamed himself to Kurushio Tokyo Japan. What the hell does that mean? I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't, <laughs> he said, he said in the promo with the GF that he said, I left Ikeman in America, and now I'm Kurushio Tokyo Japan. Please call me that. <laughs> I, I came back yesterday, 
And, and Takeshita told me that the, the guys in DDT are great, and we have Ryu Goku Sumo Hall coming up, so I want to face them. And he immediately said, I want to face Te- Takeshi Masada. Takechan has told me that you're pretty good, and I want you to face you in Ryu Goku Sumo Hall. And the match was made for Sumo Hall, Kurushio, Tokyo, Japan, formerly known as Ikimanjiro in NXT and in DDT and all Japan and all the other places he has been. Yeah, Wrestle One. Wrestle One. Versus Takeshi Masada. So, yeah, he's back. He was already announced the day before uh, returning to all Japan in the real world tag league. and he was also he also announced his own produce show where he's made eventing versus Yamato <laughs> from from Dragon Gate. So yeah, uh, he, it's been a real Ikimanjiro or should I say Kurushio Tokyo Japan week. And how are you feeling about it, Dylan? What I want to know is why is but why was Takeshita buddy buddy with Jiro all of a sudden? <laughs> he's supposed to be a heel guy now. Why is he putting over Masada and? And helping out Jiro? What kind of crap is this? That's actually a good point. (laughs) Jiro broke kayfabe in this promo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, Jiro, you are unprofessional once again with this. Um, I mean, let's face it. If you're familiar with Jiro, whatever name he has, you know that he is straight cheeks. You don't want to watch this guy wrestle. Or yeah. even do fun stuff. He was in DDT before and didn't even get that over. Like, compared to, like, Wrestle 1, he was, like, a dude for Wrestle 1. He had popularity and all of that there. I'm not denying that. But he's not that entertaining or funny. Like, he's just like, oh, I have a jacket. That's his whole, that's literally his whole gimmick. It's like, I yeah. have a jacket. I mean, from what I, from what I've been told about the NXT run, that was basically, he, he just continued the stuff he was doing in Res- in Wrestle One or Japan and DDT. <laughs> Not true. He also had a gimmick where he had diarrhea all the time. It is. Oh, okay. That's our Shawn Michaels booking right now. And, and him and Kushida was teaming up as a silly team, I think. Yeah, he was eating all this food. He was like the king of freaking. Uh, you like remember on YouTube there was a craze. I, it might still be a thing where, for some reason, it got super popular to watch people eat a lot of food all at once. Yeah, yeah. And they tried to capitalize on it with him, which I don't know why it was <laughs> why he was the one chosen for this. But hey, we all need to have a gimmick. And they said, look, we <laughs> this jacket deal, it's cool, but we need to give you a little bit more depth. To be honest, I think this guy's misplaced in wrestling. Like this guy should be like a a TV sh- TV show host. Like he is not he is not a wrestler vibe. He is more of a like TV show silly Disney Channel like. Uh, yeah, good point. Contestant uh, and, and uh, host. Yeah, put this fool on Disney Channel. Like, <laughs> give him his own show, and you know I. I don't know. Did you ever watch any Disney Channel shows? Yeah. Sandra? Yeah. But like, what, what was your favorite? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what, maybe Wizards of Waverly Place? Uh, maybe Good Luck Charlie? I, I, I like Second Cody. 
Oh yeah, real life of okay, Zach and Cody. Yeah. Okay, I, I can get behind that. But like, Jiro seems like the guy that that like laughs at uh, like kids getting uh, goo all over them or something like, like they're like yeah. mean, uh, goo, like total the DX, total DX kind of stuff. Yeah, the green slime. I, don't I guess it's more of a Nickelodeon I, thing. I actually don't understand why he was let go by WWE because he is perfect for them. He is the Japanese iCarly, is yeah. what you're saying, pretty much. <laughs> so, so I guess that's a Nickelodeon show. Uh, maybe Wizards of Waverly Place was too mature <laughs> for for Jiro. I apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> we need to dumb it down a little bit, so we're gonna move it back to iCarly for yeah. him. Yeah, I, he I, sucks. I, I don't. I don't know. Yannick was laughing during this. I don't know that it it doesn't really appeal to me. Uh, he is the one 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 guy that I've never gotten. Every time I've seen him wrestle, I've never like gotten him. Like, do you it, like his jacket? I thought it was very dumb. <laughs> do you think he's Ikemen? Well, I mean, he, he kind of has to be, right? <laughs> Have you ever been called Ikemen? No, isn't... Okay, so Ikemen, the ter- like, it's... You're meant to be, like, cool and like, good-looking. Yeah, yeah, like, cute or handsome, yeah. which I have yeah. been called this myself, by the way. I'm not, I'm not to brag or anything like that. Okay. But I am way more Ikemen than Jiro Tokyo Japan. <laughs> That's his new name, right? Uh, 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 yes, it's Kuroshio Tokyo Japan. Oh, uh, excuse me. I am way more Ikemen than uh, Kuroshio Tokyo Japan. He will never beat me in the Ikemen game. Ask anybody. Anybody familiar with Ikemen, anybody familiar with handsome men, they know they will pick me over Ikemen Tokyo Japan. Uh, Kuroshio Tokyo Japan. I apologize, yeah. Kuroshio. Yeah, what a that name is going to take a long time to get right. Uh, Stupid name. <laughs> what about when they were like, "Oh, we'll call you uh, Kuroshio San, Tokyo San, Japan San." Oh my god, <laughs> that's that's what his full name that's should his full be. Name, yeah, yeah. Uh, and okay. he's admitting that he's not as Ikemen as me by this name. So how can you <laughs> argue against that? He t- he's not Ikemen anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, we move over to uh, what was a good match until it ended abruptly. Uh, Yuki... <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, more Yuki... debuts coming for DDT. Yes. Uh, Yuki and Aya versus Yuya Kuroku ended in a no contest uh, when the Saito brothers from All Japan ran into the ring and attacked Naya. In oh, I know very... you love this. <laughs> in a very silly spot. Uh, f- five minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, this actually was set up the day before, when Yuki Unaya was in Old Japan, uh, and, like, the, uh, the Saito brothers came out and, like, started beefing with him after his match uh, in Old Japan. So, they kind of set it up uh, there, and the day yeah. after, in Cork, and they, they came out and cost him his match. Uh, the match itself, before we talk about the beatdown and stuff, I thought it was really fun. I... I thought Yuri Kuroko was holding his own against uh, Yuki Naya. Like, he even did a tope in this match. I... Really fun. I really like Kuroko. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was short. They they kind of just... This was kind of a background to set up the thing, yeah. but 
Yeah, I'd, I'm always down for like, a fine little mid-card match. I'm not super high on Naya, but uh, Koroku I really like. Yeah. So, yeah, the Sight Brothers just walked out, started be- beating down uh, Yuki Naya. Then they double choke slammed him. And uh, Ray Saito took the mic and uh, said, said, well, he's announced for the DO. Uh, he, and him, him and Naya are in the same block. And that on November 12th, they will beat the hell out of them. I think they have a match. Yeah, yeah. Yuki Nayaf is facing uh, the Saito brothers at Ultimate Party. I think it's Naya, uh, Naya, Akiyama, and maybe Okada versus the Saito, bro- uh, the Saito brothers and Tenshu from All Japan. So it was basically a setup for that Ultimate Party match and for Rei Saito versus uh, Yuki Naya in the DO. And yeah. I mean... That's cool. Yun, uh, Yun Saito said the D in the DO stands for Doom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what what did you think about uh, the Saito brothers showing up here? Listen. These are double champions right now. Yes, they are. They're champions all over the, the country. All Japan, great, and they will be the champions of DDT as well when they win the tag titles eventually. Triple crown tag man. team champions. Ah, oh, man, uh, I don't know if <laughs> Roman Stone versus the Saito Brothers is a draw for me, actually. <laughs> Listen. I was here. I was here when you watched the Saito Brothers versus uh, Kento and Yuma. Yes, I mean, I, I have, t- I will admit that since last week, I have taken a turn on the Saito Brothers. I, I have turned around in the boat and from, I was sailing down, they are mid, uh, the, the, they are mid river, and I have turned around and said, the Saito Brothers is actually pretty good. <laughs> and we are going to see that tested <laughs> in, in DDT. Yes, they did good against Kento and Yuma. And How they will they do did, against Yuki Onaya? They also did good versus Honda and Yuma Onsai on the Korokin before this show. In, yeah, that was good. Like, I will admit that I, the Saito Brothers have definitely turned me a, a bit around on them. You like that theme music? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, 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 that's always been the best part of their team. Three more. Okay. Go on. Uh, but yeah, uh, We'll Amy, if you're listening, I know you're a huge fan of 80s rock. You need to give us your review of yes. uh, Dream Warriors as a theme. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about Ray Saito being announced for the deal after we have to run through the show. Uh, show. But yeah, um, fun setup. Then we move over to the deal match, which is Dino match, which is skipped. Um, I want to watch this. Uh, I thought it was charming. It was Yunakawa, Danshikudino, and Makoto Ishii versus versus Kasu. Uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah, versus Kasusada, uh, Higuchi, Akito, and Yusuke Okada. When Dino pinned Akito, uh, like uh, Dino, t- Dino's team won when he pinned Akito with the Danshiku driver after seven minutes and fifty-two seconds. 
very 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 silly stuff here uh, a lot of fun stuff for me i thought it was charming i'll i'll admit that i i really like this match uh dino already like was against teaming with akiyama and okada he said like he he did he felt okada wasn't worthy of teaming up with him or something like that uh, so he got oishi to switch his switch place with okada oh and um, yeah, it was fun enough. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. turn to the one cage match review left by Paka B here. Okay. He says, and I quote, I'm not sure what the pre match discussion was about, but it was definitely hilarious for the Cork and Hall crowd and resulted in Makoto Oishi and Yusuke Okada trading teams. So clearly, you did not make this up, or you are, you. this is your burner account on here. Yeah. Uh, Okada was not happy, which he should not be. Yeah, It was a match involving Denshoku Dino, so it has all those pheromones-related gags, including Kazusada Higuchi trying to headbutt Dino's no, butt. No, 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 not trying. He headbutted that butt. He headbutted that butt. Cool. Okay, okay, see, so listen, you're not going to... Setting the record straight yes. on Cage Match right now, he didn't try to do it, he did it. It was a shoot headbutt to the butt. Ooh, I'm going to have to see how does this rank on the shoot headbutt lovers <laughs> scale. Um, um, Dino got the win with his inside his underwear pod driver on Akito. Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> of course he did. So wait, yeah. Okada didn't lose. It was Akito that took the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. he got his revenge on Akito for taking away pheromones. Uh, I, I, I mean, I... I'll admit that I find the, the, the pheromone sticks more charming when it's just one guy doing it. That, I, I just find it more funny with, when it's only Dino doing it. Listen, you are completely free <laughs> to have that opinion. There's no one that can arrest you for, for this. That's not how this world works. There's no laws against liking these matches. True. Uh, I mean, I wasn't, I'm not saying this was like... If, Four star, five star, <laughs> anything. I'm just saying it was charming for what it was. Uh, Oishi started a really fun uh, chant saying, We want asshole. It was just fun. Uh, but I mean, nothing too special. Uh, I think Meltzer would give this match. Oh, like one star. <laughs> I think even Meltzer would get this. Uh, then uh, Chris Jericho sent in the sent in the uh, video message. It, I it was kind of, I don't know what he said. It, it was kind of weirdly placed that after Dino randomly Jericho shows up on the screen. <laughs> um, yeah, he said uh, he of course was talking about uh, Takeshita. He said you have established a great legacy, and but now you've joined John Ca- uh, Don Callis and attacked me. I'll give you a gift. The best match of your career to catch that on November twelfth. You're gonna face. But that's not true. <laughs> on November twelfth, you're gonna face the best Chris Jericho. That is also not true. <laughs> yeah, that's also a lie. <laughs> I'm looking forward to returning to Japan, and you will leave Tokyo knowing that Jericho is the greatest of all time. Chris Jericho is Ichiban, and you Takeshita are a Baki Bakeru. Um. Yeah. So many lies in one video. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Jericho saying you're gonna 
I'm going to give you the best match of your career, and I, you're going to face the best version of Chris Jericho. That is not true. <laughs> then he's Ichiban. I feel like Lyra Valkyria right now. What? When, when they brought that up, her tweet from like 10 years ago, where she was like, Chris Jericho just said he was the best in the world. I'm out. <laughs> and listen. NXT women ball knowers now. Like, they know ball, apparently. Yeah. We didn't know it. Yeah, I mean... I'm out. I'm just like her, 10 years ago. He is not Ichiban. <laughs> Much like Kuroshio is not as Ichiban as me, Jericho is not Ichiban. That is a lie. That's all cap. It's weird that all of the build for this match have been, like... Have they references referenced that they are facing each other uh, on AWTV? Of course not. <laughs> like, like, like Takeshi is just a background character in the Don Callis story. Yeah, he might as well be nameless goon number two at this point <laughs> to Don Callis and his and blasphemous <laughs> Last Supper and uh, Will Hobbs as well as and okay. Osprey. They're all okay. in this dumbass group. Weird. Yeah. Uh... Hey, hold on a second. Let me stop that. Let me just say one thing real quick. Fuck Don Callis. You suck. And yeah. I don't ever want to see your goofy bald ass on TV ever again. Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off, Don Callis. Just wanted to say that. Yeah, I mean, my my feelings on Chris Jericho versus Takeshita has not changed. I I'm. Okay, like I don't really care about the match, but I'm I I think it's a smart match to have because it's gonna draw people. Like it it will be a a, a sort of draw uh, for uh, ultimate. Yeah, party. for the foreign fans, like why not? I yeah. mean, there's no shit. Like there's no like what's the downside in it really? And Other I mean, than when yeah. Jericho shows up on the screen in Corkin, there is a lot of oohs and ahs from from the crowd. So, yeah, and he's a big star. I, I don't have yeah. any problem with it from a, a business perspective. I, I It's not like if I was, if I ran DDT and Jericho was like, hey, I want to have a match at DDT, I'm not going to say, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm going to say, yeah. hell yeah. yeah, like, let's do it. Yeah. And, uh, I just wish it was, as a fan, I would rather see Takeshita face somebody else. And I get the feeling. You mentioned him coming after the this video coming after the Dino match. I really get the feeling this is going to be Jericho, like doing every kind of DDT trope that he knows, <laughs> and like that's what this match is going to be. He's going to like this. This guy's in a midlife crisis. Okay, he's not here to have good matches. He's here to live his fantasies of being this indie worker, just like he sh- showed up in PWG, and now he's going to do a DDT match, which is going to uh, endear him to. So your prediction is uh, a lot of boxes and him stripping, yes. stripping down, <laughs> doing pheromone stuff. Um, I don't know about that, but I don't think do it's it, impossible either. Do, we don't see do Dino you, show up here. Do you think he's going to do the Tokyo Go Dance with Hirata? I don't know. Maybe it's some kind of backstage video. I could, You have to think he's going to win that title. Like the heavy metalweight title. Oh, oh, okay. okay, so okay, yeah, Hirano wins the the heavy metal title back from Hirom. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you have to think Jericho's gonna do that at least once. Yeah, like I said, this, yeah. yeah. That's my prediction. Uh, 
I I think the match could get more hype if it was was more of them interacting with each other than instead of like just Jericho sending in video messages, like. <laughs> but whatever. Moving on to um, Sakakai's debut 10th anniversary match, Volume t- Four, <laughs> special tag match. Yuki Sakaguchi and Nideki Ukutani of Eruption versus Sakikai and Shihiro Hashimoto, uh, Shihiro Hashimoto of Senda Girls Pro Wrestling. Uh, Yuki Sakaguchi and Nideki Ukutani won when Sakaguchi pinned Akai with the God's right knee after 12 minutes and 19 seconds. Uh, I thought this was a really fun match. Like, I, I wouldn't argue with you if you said this was match of the night in Gorgon. Yeah, it definitely was the most emotional match. Yeah. The, the, the like, elbow Hideki Okutani hit uh, on uh, Sake Akai in this match was so brutal. I love that. I think, uh, I think this was the match of the night, honestly. Like, of, of this show. I yeah. think I would pick this over the main event. Yeah, I, my, the only other is uh, for me is the Masada and Hirata match over this. But, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, the thing with that is... Yeah, we'll talk uh, about that. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about it. Yeah, I, I, this was a good match, though, and very cool, like, to see Saki face her own, you know, her closest, you know, people in, in, in DDT in the company before she retires. That added yeah. a little bit extra to it. Uh, Hashimoto wasn't a focal point, but it's always yeah. nice to see Chihiro. She, she in, in didn't the... do that much in the match. It was yeah, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. This is more about uh, Saki and anything. Yeah, but it was good. Like I, but I really liked it. Like well worth watching. Yeah, and, and star match. If you follow her story, then you definitely should check it out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and the post match promo was just so emotional. Because this yeah. was uh, Saki Kai's last uh, Korokin for DDT. Uh, and she also worked her last Korokin for Tokyo Joshi Pro uh, on Friday. So yeah, uh, she, she, after this week, she uh, will not have any more Korokin matches. So yeah, it, it was kind of a farewell to Korokin. Uh, and her, her, the promo was so emotional. Like uh, Hashimoto like, immediately went over and hugged her. Which was really cool, and like what Saki Sakakai said to Okutani was so it, it really hit because she was like crying, and she said, "You f- feel this, feel my, feel my tears, and take it with you, Okutani. I have no worries about you. I'm so glad you joined Eruption, and please take all this emotion, emotion to the top of DDT. Um, yeah." Amazing stuff. Saki, much like Lyra Valkyria and myself, is a ball knower because she could not let her career rest until she beat Yuki Arai one more time in Tokyo Joshi Pro. She had to do it for me and the people who don't like Yuki Arai, and I'm thankful for that. True. (laughs) <laughs> That's what made me more emotional than all this Okatani stuff. Okay. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, moving on to the extreme title match. <laughs> okay, so 
DDT Extreme and Iron Man Heavy Metal double title match. Let's enjoy. Everyone will have a great time. Deathmatch. Kazuki Hirata, the Extreme Champion, retained ver- uh, over Takeshi Masada and won the, the Iron Man. Well, he didn't win the, win the Iron Man by, because of that, but he won via countout after 50 minutes and 27 seconds. Uh, V4 for Kazuki Hirata. And if. Ka- I mean. I'm not of I'm not. This was such a Hibato match. It's hard to review this because a lot of stuff is stuff you don't, we don't really understand. Because... Right, let me ask you this, Andre. Speaking of ball knowing, what? How do you rate Masada's basketball skills? Oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean. He did fine. He did better than me. I would. I would be terrible. He missed though. Yeah, he I missed the shot. It. I would miss. Like so, I said, I... yeah. The rules of yeah. this death match. I. I just have to say these rules of this death match. They. They build this as a death match, and the rules of this was there will be nothing special. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> During the match, there will be a situation where people will be entering and making the match enjoyable. We hope Takesh- Takeshi-kun enjoys what happens. So that basically meant that randomly during the match, uh, three masked dudes would come up, come out, and they would do part, and the match would stop, and they would do party games. The first one they did was Jenga, which was just amazing. <laughs> The Corkin reacting to them placing the Django blocks was just fantastic stuff. I laughed my ass off during that. Uh, then they did some normal wrestling again. After uh, uh, Hirata and the Vastman scared uh, Takeshi enough to so that he made the, the tower fall. Then, as you said, Takeshi, uh, Takeshi Masada was forced to play basketball. And it was a very, like, they did a very good, like, emotion emotional zoom in on his face and he it felt like he fe- really felt the pressure amazing stuff <laughs> i thought the acting in this match was the facial acting in this match was just amazing uh then they did some drinking games where they drink some beer then they uh like masada was forced to run away try to run away from Hirata and the masked man and they kept chasing him and then they got back into the ring, and uh, Masada was knocked off the t- the the apron right before uh, Hirata rolled in, and Hirata retained. You have to see this. <laughs> you have to see it to understand what happened. I can't do it justice. And then he pinned him again, uh, like immediately. Yeah. yeah, then he pinned him again to win the Iron Man Heavy Metal title. Which he already had, had but he just, yeah. he just did it. <laughs> but yeah, what did you, for, before we talk about all the post-match shenanigans, which was a lot, what did you think about the match? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was absurd. <laughs> you know, it was very fun. Uh, like, I will say this was like, there was so much to it. Like you said, with all the different games and the masked guys coming in, but this, and... would, this would not have worked had it not been for Ash Ashman's great work with the DDT Pro English account. 
Because having that Twitter account up open on the other screen during or the phone during watching this match and seeing his translations of what they are doing next just made it more uh, like that made the match work for me. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't confused or anything. I, 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 I got the gist of it that oh, we're gonna do different weird stuff during the match and and play games. And like you said, I mean, the crowd loved it uh, with, with the blocks and everything. And the basketball stuff was very fun. Uh, I'm, I'm, I played basketball when I was in school, and, and I I love this sport, so I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I think that, like, as a full package as a match, I think I enjoyed some of the other ones a little bit more than this, though. I will say that's only because... Hirata's oh, matches have such a I high agree. standard. I agree. The yeah, Doi the Doi match was better. I thought the Hiroshima match was better. Actually. Yeah, the Hiroshima match was a, a completely awesome, um, and like this was still a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, and it was like great for what it was. So I I have no complaints with it, but it didn't it didn't make me like laugh out loud the way the other ones did consistently. But the basketball stuff uh, did amuse me greatly. I will say and and. Even afterwards, with the immediate pin, was like very amusing because they did this. Like he tried to run back into the ring, but he wouldn't let him. And then yeah. they basically was like they came in. And it was like, oh, you know, you helped me be more popular, uh, or whatever. So they shook hands, and he immediately locked in the the inside cradle for the win. So I, yeah. uh, it was all fun to me. It was very enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like let's the the extreme title reign continuing for Hirata is just awesome. And I thought Masada, we this was the first match where we got to really see his like comedic acting abilities, and I thought he did great in that. Like his facial expressions during the match was amazing. Uh, and yeah, after the match, after uh, Masada had won the extreme title, the the Ironman heavy metal title back. Out of nowhere, Hiromu Takahashi came running out and pinned him with a schoolboy and took the Iron Man Heavy Metal title from him. Um, so yeah, that led to almost 10 minutes of Hiromu and Hirata just talking and doing, doing silly bits. And I thought it was so entertaining. Again, shout out DDT English account for helping me understand what the promo was all about because, man, so much just fun stuff between the two there. Uh, Hiromu, I feel like I feel like DDT is where Hiromu actually belongs. Like I feel like that DDT is the promotion that fits his. Like whole character way more than the New Japan does. The best part about this is, I'm pretty sure I had this exact attire that Hiromu was wearing when I was a small child, like late late nineties, like two two thousands era. What was this? It was like all bright colors. Like I loved it. It was awesome. And yeah, him and DDT. This is more up his alley than like wrestling real matches outside of New Japan, in yeah. my opinion. Like we've seen what he could do in the other companies, and it hasn't been great like for a long time now. But this is something like completely ridiculous, something that he knows he doesn't have to take seriously, and 
he can just have fun with it and against a guy who is a like expert at this particular craft of crazy, fun, goofy matches in Hirata. I think it's perfect, and they're going to have an extremely entertaining match when they get together. Yeah. And they, th- their whole promo was about it, it, them not uh, having a rule for their match and trying to decide what the rule was going to be. They ha- still haven't decided, but they, they, the match has now been made in Iron Man Heavy Metal Defense for Hiromu. He he already has lost the Iron Man Heavy Metal title twice, uh, well, once, to his own phone first, and then Sumi Sakai won, won the title from the phone, and then Hiromu won the title back from Sumi Sakai. So, I mean, Hiromu is doing silly bits with this in New Japan. I think I think in the court in New Japan had this week, the Super Junior Tag League, he did a lot of the, like, a lot of the guys tried to pin him for it. Yeah, that that happened. Yeah, and, and yeah, and him he 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 did this thing with Sumi Sakai in in uh, the New Japan Strong Show over in the states. So yeah, he's having fun with the title. Uh, it gives like it's fun to see Hiromu running around with Iron Man, uh, and I mean I think the role for the Iron Man is just as long as you ju- as as long as it ends up with you. Before you come back to our to to DDT, you could do whatever the fuck you want with it. <laughs> and why not? Why not? Really fun stuff. I am so hyped for Hirata versus Hiromu. Like, uh, I think other than the main event, that is like my most anticipated match on the show. <laughs> it's gonna be just so funny. And I have high expectations for it as a comedy match. Uh, like you said, just to see it happening is crazy to see Hiromu in this DDT setting. But knowing that it's Hirata that's doing it is going to make this epic and so much fun to watch. And, and like you, it's you know arguably one of the most anticipated match matches along with the main event and Saki's last match as well. Yeah. And then the main event of this show was a preview of the world title match, uh, the, uh, the open title match on Ultimate Party. It was Road to Ultimate uh, Party 2023 special tag match. The KOD Openweight champion Chris Brooks and teamed up with Harashima to face Yuki Ueno and Mao. Brooks pinned Ueno with the Praying Mantis Bomb after 22 uh, minutes and 11 seconds. Uh, pretty interesting to see Brooks p- pin his challenger. Uh, in the last like major show before uh, Ultimate Party, how do you do you think this spells the end for Chris Brooks? No. Okay. I just. Ugh. I mean, yeah. Ueno to me is like frozen as a challenger. Yeah. I I don't have any interest in him. Uh, the match will be good, but I don't think there's any chance he'll win. And maybe he will, but even then, I think it would be a dumb move to end this... Brooks's title reign for this. This was the first, uh, first like uh, Brooks and uh, like Cork and main event in a long time. I haven't been that big of a fan of. Like the, I thought this match was fine. Like it wasn't anything. It was good, but it wasn't like this blow away preview for their their tag for the title uh, match. Yeah, it was good, but like you said, nothing special. Yeah, 
Like I, I did. Like I went in to this. To, when I went into this match, I had the exact same feelings about Ueno versus Chris as I had after the match. Like it, it, it didn't build build up the match even more for me. Even though I've, I thought they did some good stuff, and I think the match is the match is gonna be good. I don't know. Um, yeah, we know that these guys are talented. There's just no reason to be interested in it. Uh, like beyond that, there's no story hook or like any real reason to think it'll be like a great title challenge. Like, you know, I don't get the sense the title's in jeopardy at all. Uh, it just seems like something. You know, maybe they wanted to do it and and wanted to have this match here, and they didn't really have any other real options in their mind, maybe. But I, I don't know. I, I didn't like it when it was announced, and I don't like it anymore after, after this match. Yeah, I, I just hope Chris Brooks retains. I, 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 I don't. It feel would be like stupid if he, if he, if he didn't. Yeah, I don't know. feel like this is Ueno's time. I. Yeah. No, not not at all. He hasn't been built up at all. Like, yeah. like for months <laughs> now, like months and months and months. Yeah. What was the last thing he's done that you remember? Like a big win. He, huh? Oh, the the last big win he did. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the do last year. Exactly. Like that's yeah. the last time he really and, did anything. And, and that led to him losing versus Iguchi in a. Good match, but like yeah, nothing special. It, it was a fine match, uh, yeah. you know. And we'll we'll, we'll one, see what one happens. Of the, one of the weaker matches in Iguchi's fantastic reign. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I just I I'm looking forward to the match. Let's hope Brooks wins. But yeah, after after uh, the deal, Brooks or Ueno will. Oh well, both Brooks and Ueno will be in the 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 the, the DO, but who will be the champion? Uh, doesn't matter because they are not in the same block. Uh, Ueno is leading the A block. Uh, the winner of last year's tournament is leading the A block uh, of the DO Grand Prix 2023 this year, where and he is joined by Tetsuo Endo, Kazusada uh, Higuchi, Daisuke Sasaki, Hiroshima returning, and Yuki Ueno. Yuki uh, Ino, Ino, former Yuki Sexy Ino. Now it just says Yuki Ino, so I expect him to be not pheromones here. So that is A block, and B block is Chris Brooks, Mao, Yuki Onaya, Kanon, Kazuki Hirata, hell yeah. <laughs> that is, it's so awesome that he's in the DO. And Rei Saito of All Japan. So yeah. How do you feel about these blocks? Yeah, there's some ups and downs. Yeah. And both blocks, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hirata. Finally got into the DO. <laughs> yeah, he was in there before and they and he actually wrestled a little bit more serious. So I always bring up him versus Endo had a great series uh, a few years ago. Unfortunately, there are different blocks now, uh, but he'll probably do his comedy gimmick. I don't expect him to wrestle too serious. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, Brooks is obviously going to have to carry the B block to me. Um, all of his matches will be good. I think it's up to him and Mao and, and Hirata. Uh, 
Yeah, Hirata will be fun. Brooks will be good wrestling, and Mao will be something in, in between. Yeah. Um, Ray Saito, I just think it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Of all of all people in all Japan, why would you go with the tag guy who like yes. is known for his like his brother team? Yeah. It's so it's weird. <laughs> this uh, could have been Hikaru Sato, like somebody with actual yeah. history with DDT or yeah. anybody. Really, like a singles guy. I know. I mean it it wouldn't have made sense if it was like it would have made sense if it was Suwama because he's feuding with uh Akiyama, but it would I don't want him losing to these DDT guys. Yeah, yeah, like he yeah. like he wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's the thing. Um even yeah. Yoshitatsu would have been more logical yeah, than, than this. Uh, I, I mean, I, I have a feeling that Rei Saito is in this only to have the like, uh, the count out uh, match with Yuki Onaya where they brawl and get bo- double count out out. Like he's here to to be a big guy, which yeah. they don't have in this tournament, they, which they've had in the past. I mean, he's here. Okay, okay a big name. No, a big like size, like you know. Oh, there's no here. Yuki Hino, Yuji Hino. There's no Okabayashi. Yeah, but you Naya. want a big dude. Naya is big. Naya's not as big as Rei Saito. They will treat that as a like uh, heavyweight role, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. I, I, I can. I see that B block is going to be con. Every con on match is going to be like, oh. Man. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, and... I'm not a big fan of Naya, personally. Like, I know that he's one of their projects. Yeah. But I, I actually think Ray might be a better wrestler than him, to, to be honest. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll what... get, it'll be proven in <laughs> this tournament. Uh, what um, about A Block? Yeah, A Block. The thing with this whole tournament that's a problem with literally everybody. Outside of really Ray Saito and maybe Hirata as well, all of these guys are just old hat. Like, there's nobody that, that that's that interesting in this tournament. You know, and I I stand by the fact that you know returning from returning to this and with not the pheromones gimmick anymore will be made a big deal. It probably will. But what was his best match before the pheromones? That's actually a good question. Nobody knows because he didn't have any yeah. ones that were that memorable because he's yeah. not that good, ultimately. So, like, so I'm not that interested in him. And I mean, if they want to give him a mega push, I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine with doing something a little different. And he's another kind of power dude, like some of the Naya and Ray Saito we talked about. He's not as big as Naya or Saito, but still. Uh, well, remember last year where Naya had that big rebranding to the, to the character he's now? Yeah. Uh, and he, he, it led him to all the way to the final of this tournament. I Maybe think you can see that here. Ino will have a very uh, similar kind of role here. And if not him, who really like? Yeah. Ueno's got the title shot. Higuchi, yeah. we've been, been there. Endo, we've been there. Hiroshima, we've been there. Sasaki sucks. So it's like, why not? Really? Yeah, and. Uh... If if it's like Eno versus Mao as the final and Mao wins, I think that's perfect. Because th- then we finally get the Mao Dio win that we have been waiting for for a long time. 
Uh, I mean, you haven't been waiting for it, but I, me and y'all make it. That makes the most sense. I think it gives you a lot. It gives you a lot in the future when Shunma comes back. You could easily tell a story where it's like, hey, I won this tournament without you. And now maybe when you came back, I'm not as successful. You could do a lot of different things. That could be a lot of fun story-wise if Mal wins. And there's nobody that's that interesting otherwise to win. Yeah. Uh, So I think Mal's the clear favorite, in in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I said that last year. (laughs) Like, I I felt like last year was Mal's tournament, but they chose who I know. Yeah, the, this tournament will be running from November 26th, 2023, all the way to January 3rd, 2024. The first uh, DDT show of 2024 will be the final of the Grand Prix of the DO. Um, yeah. And it's pretty much rules out that we won't have a big uh, year-end show in uh, December. That's true. That's where the Ueno and Higuchi match yeah. took place last year. It was yeah. after the tournament. And that's where the Takeshita and uh, Yuki Okobayashi uh, match happened the year before. Yeah. It's always in the, the like... Uh, but yeah, I Why think do you they... think Sakaguchi isn't in the tournament? Uh, that is... I don't know. I I honestly think like Ukatani should have been in there. Him too. I mean, you've got room for Canon, but you don't have room for those guys? Yeah, yeah. Because like, uh, I think Ukatani, like, Sakiakai saying like, take... Take it to the top it would have been like a story for Okatani in the tournament. Yeah, yeah like that would have been a perfect lead. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Okatani is the one I'm missing the most from this tournament. And I agree with uh, Sakaguchi. Yeah, I just think Sakaguchi is a better wrestler than most of these people. Wow. <laughs> like yeah. in the tournament. Uh, maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to have Harashimo back. Yeah, that's I mean, that's cool. Yeah, Last because, year they did the deal where it was like nobody under over forty. Yeah, the yeah. that yeah. was and it was terrible. <laughs> like, it wasn't the because, best because it locked out Hiroshima, especially Hiroshima from it. Uh, yeah, he's the only one that returned. Really, again, I I don't know. I just I why can't Sakaguchi be in this tournament? I think he would add something different. Yeah. I, it's it's so funny because I remember last year when they made that rule, I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah, no more Daisuke Sasaki. And then I realized that Daisuke Sasaki is only 37 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wrestles like he's 80. Yeah, he, but... that's the thing. He, he wrestles like he's like this old veteran. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been around for a long time. <laughs> like, that's I mean, interesting. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he's so um, young. But yeah. Oh, Takeshi Masara is also one that's kind of missing. But then they would make they then they would have to make the the blocks so much more bigger than they are. And I know Yannick agrees with me on this point that that I prefer when the round robin tournaments are on the select few people, like and it's not the entire roster, especially this company. I mean, really, you're only missing like you know 
yeah. two, maybe three people, even in ours. And you, and like I said, you could swap out people that we don't like. So, like, there's no reason for it to be more than 12. And, I mean, as much as I love, as much as I love the, five, the uh, Stardom 5-star Grand Prix, I will always complain that it takes a long time <laughs> because they have, the, like, their entire roster in it. But they... It's also like they did such bad job with their yeah. The scheduling like, hurt that more. Like the yeah. same, there was the same amount of people in the stardom as there was in the you know. Well, most G ones this year there was a million people in the G one. Yeah. But you know, like twenty people's fine, but they scheduled it so bad. But for yeah. this tournament, I don't think there's any need to be more than twelve. Really, I just count on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I mean, Connell. For me, he is the one that stands out the most. Like, why? Because last year he did not have a good run in the deal, and he won't have a good run this year either. I, I honestly think he's a lost cause at this point. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his, and like Sasaki, I'm not a fan of either. But I at least know he has a, a history with the company and the fans. Yeah, and as fans, like Connell's not that over. Like, so I, yeah. But, I don't know. Uh, I'm not that hype about this tournament in general. Like looking at these I lineups, maybe your maybe your feelings will change uh, in the months between now and when it starts. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's true. Once we actually the tournament starts, maybe we'll see something. But yeah, like, it's just weird. <laughs> like like Ray Saito is your outsider. Yeah, your big return is Yuki Ino, like <laughs> completely mid player in my in my opinion. And we have, and like you said, you made a good point. Like last year, the Naya rebrand. Even though, I, again, I don't think he's a great wrestler, but there's no question what they did last year was successful and elevated him. And you have to hope that that will work for Eno this year as well. And you've got guys, Hiroshima, Ueno, are talented wrestlers. Brooks is on a the best run of his career for the last few months. So there are, and Harada will be a lot of fun no matter what. So there are guys. We'll see. Like you said, you're right. Let's let's wait yeah. and see when the tournament happens. You know what this tournament really missed? It's missing. Who? The Naomi Yoshimura return. Yeah, that would have been cool. God, I... I... Every single time I watch DDT, I miss him so much. God, please return as soon as possible. <laughs> Yeah, it's he been, was really good. It, it, it is soon. Uh, we are approaching the one-year anniversary of his last match. His last match can... was uh, the 18th of November, 2022. Man. <laughs> I just hope he can recover and, and get back, because we, yeah. we do miss you. Now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just telling you that his last match was versus Tetsu Endo, and that was during the DO last year. And he had to forfeit tournament because he got hurt. <sighs> An entire year without the guy has been hard. Hey, you know what this tournament isn't doesn't have? The shitty American indie guys like Ricky Shane Page and Joey Janela. That is a win. That's true. <laughs> the, the GCW talent has gone home. Why yeah. do you think Cardona wasn't in this tournament? Oh my god! Because he he won't be associated with the company anymore after uh, Mao beats him. That's that's why. 
Sounds like a plan. <laughs> I, I, I'm aboard. Huh? <laughs> but yeah, that will be that for this, this show. Uh, we will return next week with a special preview of Ultimate Party. And uh, then the week after, we will be returning with the Gate of Destiny review. And all of that good stuff. And in on November 12th, of course, Ultimate Party happens. So in two weeks, the next two weeks will be busy for the Zeratic Dream Dragons. And I can't wait. Yes, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to get to some big shows now. Uh, we've kept the ship afloat during these kind of leaner times in October. Now yeah. we're getting into some good stuff ahead, and I, yeah. I'm looking forward to talking about October it. October and September was pretty low months for both companies. Uh, the September was good because of the uh, two great uh, Chris Brooks defenses, but now we're getting back to the like big, huge shows for both both companies, and I can't wait. November is going to be good, I hope. <laughs> but until next time, as always, be ready. Wake up and go. Oh.